0: Hi friends, I'm Veronica and this is All of the Things podcast where we are going to be discussing, you guessed it, all of the things on a mission to deepen our relationship with ourselves, finding our own individual truths and our own individual paths and the courage and freedom to walk that. Thank you for joining me and let's go. Can do it. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Today is very exciting because it is my very first interview podcast, mm. so you're welcome for not having to listen to me exclusively for 25 minutes. I am bringing to you one of my very favorite people in the entire world, one of my best friends, soul sisters, et cetera, et cetera, Davila Thompson. We met a few years ago now. Um, as both immigrants to Australia, North American immigrants. So it's nice to kind of hear my accent ish back to me, but it was more than that. It was sort of just like um, like a weird mirror, except that she was cooler than me and everywhere I can possibly think of. I thought you were really cool when I met you. Um, um, thank you. <laughs> and so on top of all of the amazing things that you bring into my life, my favorite, or I think maybe not, maybe not my favorite because it's hard to pick, but. One of the most amazing things that you've taught me amongst other things is about my cycle and my flow and i was kind of into it like i was cycle tracking for like fertility before i met you but i didn't know how powerful it could be Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. i want to share what you have taught me and more because i have so many questions always Mm -hmm. about working with my cycle and how it can help and maybe from this, I will have enough knowledge that I can just stop texting you at random times <laughs> in the month saying, um, Why am I so crazy yeah. right now? <laughs> this that's is okay. where I'm in
1: my cycle. You're just part um, of the tribe who keeps coming yeah. on. My WhatsApp is always full of, Why so am I I'm, feeling this? Way? I'm like messaging
0: her. I'm like, Tell me what I can, like, <laughs> what do, what supplements, what foods do I need to eat so I don't kill someone based on where I am in my cycle? Honestly, I'm
1: um, ha- happy to be that though. Yeah. Keep doing that. Keep
0: bringing those to I me. I feel like that's something that they maybe need to incorporate into. Investigations of like,
1: uh like why somebody committed murder. Yeah, they like, could where be, were or they or like, you cycle? know, in,
0: like shit. In, um, That's a very good legally point. blonde. Oh, do we like, curse on your podcast? Yeah, Sorry, a okay, lot. good. Um, yeah, and she's like, happy people don't kill. Her. You can be like, people in their in my luteal phase, I will kill somebody. Versus be like, if she's in a different phase, was like, she would yeah. not have the, had the energy. That thing if if wouldn't
1: bother me. I would she have laughed. Would not with them. have murdered that person. Yeah, so, right. That's a very good point. Yeah. We should look into that. That's a future career for you. Okay, it definitely brings the point of how our cycles affect. Every you know, I always say every area and like that's another area. Yes. Homicides. So there Sorry. you go. So that's another book. <laughs> that's podcast. a
0: whole, this is gonna be so this is gonna be like an overview because there's yeah. so many nitty-gritty, like in-depth ways that you can learn about your cycle and how and like one of the things that I was I was in a workshop that you did with that was all about like money and business mm. and your cycle and how you can incorporate. Um, that and I think that's crazy and um, really amazing like what I learned in that in terms of like what to be doing in my business in terms of creativity and then connection and working and how to work best with my cycle but it's so layered so today we're just going to kind of do like an overview and then if people are into it we can go in more in depth into different areas of that or they can reach out to you or whatnot but we can get into that later so first of all I guess just tell me a little bit about how and when you got into cycle tracking and like working with your flow
1: yes okay so it started 2017 so when I moved to Australia I wanted to I felt like I became a new person when I moved here It was like a restart I shed a lot of junk of being this person I didn't want to be when I was still in America mostly just Capitalism and white supremacy making me think I had to be somebody I wasn't to fit into this environment. Just those. So anyway, not that that's gone away, but at least I was aware of it then. Um, and I started to learn about, uh, living, like making choices based on your intuition. I didn't even know what the word intuition was really until I came here because people use it often. And maybe I was just reading more books, but how you can, you choose what you want to do. You listen to your body, you listen to your gut. And I was like, Oh, that sounds good. I want to do that. I wasn't doing that before. And I noticed that my intuition would change throughout my cycle. So I'd be on my period and there were things that I was not down with, but I didn't have a term for it. I was just, I just thought I didn't know my intuition. So mm-hmm. I, I took it as I don't know myself well. It's constantly changing. What mm-hmm. the hell's wrong with me? Um, and I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but I stumbled upon the book, Woman Code. And I was in Seattle at the time because so I was visiting for work for a month. It was funny. I was back in America when I discovered this. And I read this book, Woman Code. And it walked me through the different cycles that we go through. So we know about our period. Everyone knows about their period. When they think about cycle, you think I'm talking about your period. So I'm like, oh, my cycle. They're like, oh, your is this week. i yes. like, no, my cycle is all the time. Um, and then you think about ovulation the week you get pregnant, you know, or if people know about ovulating mm-hmm. for, for like fertility reasons or, you know, put a condom on because I'm not trying to get pregnant yeah. this week. And that's it. Whereas what I learned from this book, and there's a lot of research done, that there are Two other phases, so you've got your menstrual cycle, your follicular that comes after, Mm -hmm. ovulation, and then the luteal, which could be called PMS phase. So as I was reading this, it really, it made so much sense to me, and I started going through my daily life, my work life, my relationship, and how throughout the month, I'll say month, because we're typically talking about a 28-day cycle, how those, my intuition changes. What I feel like doing in my gut changes throughout my cycle. So then I stopped that work of like trying to figure out how to read my gut. And then I was like, I'm going to learn how to read my cycle so that I can make better decisions. And that's pretty much what started. I just wanted to know myself better and not feel like I was always an imposter in my own body.
0: Mm. I am so down with obviously like getting in tune with your intuition and stuff like that. And I think that something that has, as you said, made such a big difference is actually understanding my cycle because it. And just getting in tune with your body because that is such an important factor because I think your intuition speaks through your body and like it's so nuanced sometimes and like the cycle phases can be. So Mm. once you get to start looking into it more, like I can tell a lot more as I've been learning and I've just only recently been getting more into based on you and how you've been teaching me into the different phases and so really understanding my moods and my energies and all of that stuff. And the more I do it, the more I realize that it's actually not as nuanced as I thought it was before because you can kind of go, you know, sometimes I'm tired for life reasons, but it's a different kind of feeling. And I've really started to, like, sort of understand that and then understanding how to work with that has been amazing. So tell me a little bit, if you can just, like, summarize each phase. But before we do that, I just want to, I guess, as you mentioned before, so roughly, it's based roughly on a 28-day cycle, I'm actually
1: 31 Uh, days right now. There you go. So not every
0: woman will have a 28-day cycle. Um, To average.
1: I'd say it's the average. Yeah,
0: and so based on any kind of different number of things, sometimes you can be on uh, birth control, which obviously can change your cycle and change things around a little bit and maybe alter how your phases actually show up and how that's a whole other kind of topic. But... Also, you could be a woman who doesn't menstruate for any number of reasons. And so in those cases, as you've told me before, you can kind of use the the lunar cycle, thank you, the moon, the moon as mm-hmm. your baseline for where these cycles start, because that's sort of how what a menstrual cycle should mirror lunar.
1: When you're very in tune with yourself. When I'm talking, yeah. when you're the healthiest you've ever been, mm. which I feel like I got to before I got pregnant, that year before I got pregnant, which was after I learned about cycling, um, uh, syncing my cycle with my life, I found my period was coming um my period would always drop on the full moon Mm. and then the new moon was always when my ovulation started it was like it was so in sync because I was I was thriving Mm. that was like this is before baby so obviously I had had no excuse not to thrive and I was healthy no medical conditions yeah so in a way our bodies sync up with nature when we are really letting our body do that but you know if I'm drinking too much coffee if I'm if I'm drinking alcohol like that's gonna fuck it up so you can't expect that that's going to happen to you Cycle all of time. Cycle syncing is a real thing.
0: Yeah. We have, like, basically synced our cycles. We do. Oh, yeah. You people – Postpartum. Pee. Yes. Like
1: it, and you hear this story a lot. A lot yes. of women who live together or spend – they're like, my period came. When I was with my sisters, we lived together. Our periods would kind of drop at the same time. Yeah. Like, we'd all like, – pads and, so we, and tampons were gone all at the same time in the house, which was that. stressful. Um, he lived in the basement yeah. when we were crazy.
0: Um, so. I think also then, like, when you were talking about being, like, really sort of at your healthiest – Um, And that can mean, like, obviously, like, in any way, mentally, physically, all the different kinds. It doesn't have to look a certain way. But when you feel at your healthiest, most centered, then it seems only natural to me in a sort of esoteric kind of way that you would sync up with the ultimate Mother
1: Earth.
0: (laughs) And the the moon cycle that it runs by. Anyway, that's my theory that I just made up right now. Um, So based on that. um, So let's. so going forward, we're kind of talking about cycles uh, and the phases as basically sort of like a week at a time, mm-hmm. starting with the new
1: moon. So uh, no, sorry, your full moon. So full moon, full moon. your period starts. Okay, So like sorry, menstrual. babe. Sorry, I swapped. I swapped that. You're right. It's new moon. You start with a new moon. Full full moon is when you are really communicative. Ovulation, right? You
0: know what? Did I just mess that up? Sometimes when you're all like in the while you're having a think, let
1: me just. Anyway, say, I'm not going to talk too much about the say. lunar cycle right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we can we can dive back in into how that syncs up, but, but I'll um, just go into the phases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll do okay. that.
1: And so when I go into the phases, I'm I'm very heavily thinking about people, women, or anyone with women, female physiology, however you identify that you bleed, like people who bleed at a typically consistent. Timing. So every month, you know, you have this week, you know, four, five, six days of bleeding. Um, if that's not your case, there are a lot of other things that could affect that. So, yeah. assuming you're, if you're not on birth, birth control affects it a lot. So, yeah. being on birth control will shift how this looks for you. Um, but so it starts on day one through seven of your cycle is your menstrual phase, your winter, you know. Oh, yeah, that's there. <laughs> Your mental, Yeah, so you have your winter. So your first week um, of your cycle is always your bleeding. So that's how you know. If you're wondering when your cycle is going to start, day oh, one. Oh, it's
0: also like season phases. That makes a lot of sense, Yeah, too. so it's your
1: winter. So I you like think that. of your bleeding week as your winter. What do you do in winter? Typically, you hibernate. You stay close. You stay in. You read a bunch of books. You learn, maybe learn something new in the world. You, you're just reading. You're analyzing. You're not really out there with your bikini out, you know, at the beach. Oh, not bikini. You know, full one piece because I yeah. like one pieces now. Um, you're, you're inside. You're taking that in. Mm-hmm. So that's where you... Kind of resting too, I guess. You're very much resting. It's recovery. Um, so that week, and you should, because your body's technically, it's shedding um, the, your uterus lining. And that's a big work. Your body's working really hard to get this shedding out. It's why you're bleeding so much. It's why your energy's low. So it makes sense for you to rest and recover. If you don't, and you're doing too much, you're going to feel burnout later. And it's going to mess up the rest of the phases. You're not right. going to be able to be, to optimize what you can get. So, period's done. Day seven, um, sometimes day six, and you're now fresh. You're at a new phase. You're, your undies are clean, fresh. I don't know about you, but I feel so light when my oh, period's done. Yeah. I feel my sexiest. I feel like I lost weight, which like I guess technically you have. You lost that yeah. blood, but I just I feel, I feel light. lighter. I feel yeah. energized. Um, I want to get up. I want to dance because you've been hiding for a week. You know, you've been you're like emerging from the. Hibernation. You're emerging, and so we call that spring. It's rebirth. there's the flowers are starting to bloom now they've had their water whatever's happened to them um, they're coming out and that's usually the most exciting time because because you're coming out fresh you're really creative you're really open people are like hey you want to go do this yeah I'm feeling good today let's make those plans Um, and that's usually about a week so each they all different on each phase is a different week so I usually menstrual is about a week follicle is about a week and then your ovulation phase, which everyone knows is getting pregnant. But it can mean so many other things. Um, because typically what your body wants you to do naturally is it wants you to mate. Like, now is yeah. the best time for you to get pregnant. I'm going to make you feel really um, sexy. Typically your libido is high. It doesn't mean you have to use that energy to have sex. You can use that energy to – well, you could definitely have sex. That's a good idea. Yeah. But you can use that energy to communicate with lots of other people. Like create, period. So, yeah. yeah. Well, creating is really good. Um, in follicular phase because you're really open. So right. that's when you're able to come up with a lot of new ideas. Okay. This is where you action some of them when you okay. need to communicate with people. So this is now when I would come to you and be like, I had this really cool idea last week. I want to talk to you about it. Right. I'm feeling Let's really do energized. It. So instead of me, like I'm, I'm using that desire to be intimate in uh, a productive way. So right. in a business, you have those conversations, you get more clients. Um, with your partner, you maybe talk about if there were conversations you wanted to have for a while, now you're the most confident to talk about those conversations, if there's anything awkward or difficult, with a friend as well. Um, and that's summer. So I compare your ovulation week to summer. And if you think about summer, with most people, if you live a very seasoned, in a country that's very seasoned, like especially mm-hmm. growing up in North that's America. That's when you're Yeah. So everyone's out. You're making plans, high activity. Like you are not staying at home watching Netflix. You are out. You are Doing something, the sun's out till late. So yeah, you've got energy. Exactly, to hang it's out a all day. long day. You're moving your body,
0: um, and you have the energy to do it. Assuming. I never go home in the winter because I'm like, no one's gonna hang out in the winter. Like, no
1: one wants to hang out in the winter. No, I'm it's going such a boring home in, like, time. The summer, or the other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's when you go out, you hang out with people, um, and you'll have this energy as long as you didn't burn yourself out mm-hmm. in that period week. When the weeks you should be resting. So if you rested properly, you're going to have the energy this week to be hella productive and get a shit ton. I'm actually ovulating right now, probably in the last mm. two days. So, like,
0: it's good <laughs> we had this conversation yeah. today yeah. because
1: two days from now I'm probably not going to feel this way because the next phase is my luteal phase. Right. Um, And that is autumn or fall, depending on what you say where you're from. And that's kind of like your come down phase. Your hormones are actually starting to drop. Right. So when you were ovulating, it was the reason you had all the energy is because your testosterone was through the roof. Like you wanted to mate and your body wants you to get out there. But now it's coming down. So mm-hmm. this is where people feel a crash. Mm-hmm. Um PMS lives in this area. The day before
0: I get my period usually yeah. is from
1: I'm not paying attention to when
0: I get my period, I'll be like, Oh, that's why because yeah. usually the day before I'm like a mess. Yeah. Like I'm exhausted, like I've got no patience. Like I used to think before I knew anything about period, like I just, you just knew about your period and you heard about PMS and like, it was like back in the day when like there would be like, you know, commercials about girls like secretly handing each other like tampons, you know, like incognito. Whereas like now, obviously like I could like, they're across yeah, like just, now they're handing moon cups, like yeah. diva cups. Out. Exactly. Like it's just, <laughs> With the silicone it's such vagina. a thing, right? So, but like growing up, unfortunately, like there was no information. It was just like period. And I always thought that you, PMS was when you got your period mm. and but it's Did pre- not understand. Menstrual. Yeah. So your mean menstrual I mean, it's in based. the name, but mm-hmm. no one ever said the name. It was just PMS. No, I agree. I'm like, oh, she's PMSing. And I just always assumed it was like when you're on your period because you're miserable because you're all crampy and stuff. But the reality that I found out later was obviously that it was pre. And it explained so much to be like, and so now I'll like tell Ben, like.
1: "This I'm luteal. Don't do it. Well, I, <laughs> Don't you dare talk about that this well, week. Well, <laughs> I just like tell him, like,
0: look, if don't bite. Like Mm -hmm. if I am being, you know, extra, and like I'm being, or like I'm yeah. baiting you. I'm like, don't take the bait. Yeah, because I'm
1: just, I my body is just like I'm an angry bear. That's and like, that's how we shift yeah. our relationships because this is the thing with cycle syncing. Well, I'll go into that after, but just to finish on the follicular phase yes. with it being PMSing. Oh, sorry, luteal. Yeah. Um, and you're PMSing, so because your hormones are dropping so fast, think of like your entire energy and everything else is crashing around you. And doesn't mean you have to just let it all happen. Right. You have to just adjust your life. So. Right. If you're still going to go out to those parties or have those deep conversations with people, you're going to throw your balance off because that's going to raise your stress levels. And then right. your stress, if your stress, stress levels are too high when your body's trying to bring all your hormone levels down, um, that's going to screw you up. You're going to have crazy hormonal imbalance. Your period might even be more uncomfortable. I usually have more cramps in my period when my luteal phase wasn't as calm as it should be. Right. So, if you didn't relax, even exercising too, making sure you're resting in those two weeks, um, not being too intense. And that's them. So, you've got the four cycles, and you can think of them as the the whole year seasons and just seasons
0: or mood. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that. Um. So, just touching on what you've actually just said there in terms of exercise. So, we talked about it before. You can use your cycle or you can use these phases as sort of, um, uh, I can't think of the word, but like, um, Thinking. like triggers for different actions, mm. so to, to uh, change in, the way in business, you, for example, yeah. or communicate, like, in so, like when we did that workshop where you talked about, yeah, like this phase is really good for sitting and coming up with the ideas. This phase is really good for executing the ideas. This is really good for communicating. This is really good for like, you know, whatever. And this, 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 or like we talked about money, like this is a good, really good time to talk about money matters. This is a really good time to review your finances, et cetera. Yeah. So, and then you just talked about exercise there. And that's something that's really, really interesting to me because um, with all things in life, I think, that they're very male centric. Like I have mm-hmm. a whole thing about, especially when it comes to health and wellness, like it's all Absolutely. based and biased on a male body generally, like uh, medications, obviously they're changing and expanding now, but as a general rule, like medications and dosages are all based on like the average man. So they're not taking into mm-hmm. account a woman or they're not taking into account. Um, a woman's cycle. And so based on different hormone levels at different times of the month, different medications can actually react differently to your body. That's a whole deep dive other conversation. But um, so something that still is a thing that I see all the time is like fitness programs and fitness, like, you know, like there's F45, I was trying to think of what it's called, like F45 or all of these different things. There are especially, like, there's, like, a 28-day challenge or something like that. And they're all usually pretty high intensity or they're just, like, pretty across-the-board based. Even training programs, like, I've trained in the past for, like, half marathons and stuff like that. And the training programs are all just, like, they're just flatline in the sense that, like, they obviously get more and more intense and change and there's rest days and stuff, but they're not in any way reflective of a woman's cycle and based on different energy and thinking now back, like so like you said, you can really burn yourself out um, if you're overdoing it. And I think that that's something that I I'm not personally like really overly implementing because I don't exercise that much. But just I have, thinking yes. about it yes. and having talked to you about how that would actually change your exercise game, and I know that I read somewhere too once that I guess if if you're in a certain cycle where your body's just trying to conserve energy. Over exercising or even exercising at the same amount as before is it's actually gonna like do reverse stuff because your body's yes. like, No, I'm actually going
1: into rest. And you're burning extra calories when I want to keep them. Yeah, and your heart rate's going up. It's not, and you pretty much you don't want endorphins too yeah. high during that time. And endorphins are just another hormone as well, right? So if you're then your body's crashing, you shouldn't be raising right. your endorphin levels. So there's still ways to move your body, and so like, oh, I don't mean sit on your asshole yeah. forever. You have to. We I cycle my exercise. I do it now. I didn't before. I yeah. used to do 28 day. I used to do those 28 day high intensity. Like I'm talking, every day was a burpee, right? Intense squats and. <sighs> Always for two weeks, I was down. I was like, Yeah, I'm into like, this
0: every day. Of burpee. I love
1: it. <laughs> I actually do them right now for you. I love it, but um, that's only because I'm ovulating. You ask me four days, I won't. Um, so it's good. Yeah. I'll usually do them for two weeks and I'm feeling good. And then I just like, I don't want to do this workout. Yeah. I'm so tired. I'm feeling drained. I can't, I can't move it, but I'll still keep going. Cause I'm part of this little group. Yeah. yeah, this account- yeah. These accountability groups, they yeah, have yeah, them everywhere. Yeah. Or someone's messaging you to, to keep working which is out, great, but it's just which about, is lovely, but it, it wasn't designed about, for me. Yeah. It was designed as tweaking a broad to yes.
0: say like, keep moving your body.
1: Cause that's the other thing that I would do is just be like, okay, I'm not doing anything, mm-hmm. but then your body suffers as well. So it's really no, good. You still want to get your body, get your muscles moving. Moving. Yeah. I mean, if you are not in the mood, you don't don't like. Once again, listen to your gut, right? And so when when I'm done with my period, I have that high energy. My gut's like, let's move. I love going to dance class. I love doing these high intensity workouts. Um, and same with my ovulation, you still have that energy because yeah. your body wants you to communicate and go out there. So you use that energy to sweat. Yeah. And your luteal phase, they always say from what I've read, a lot of different resources on is that you can still move your body, but you do more slow strength training. So if you want to sit in there, lift some weights, do slow squats, it's like. Those slow movements go on walking. Like, I love doing long walks on my Louisiana, like hour long, you know, 5K yeah. walks, listen, listen to, it, to a podcast, listen to, podcast, <laughs> listen to this one. No, literally, that's what I do. Um, And then, when you, because when my period comes, I know every month I don't do shit on my period. I yeah. tell everyone that. I'm that's like, just a fact. I can never, like, I'm like, do hang out? I'm just like, no, I can't. I have my period. And so, if I do something, it's like, like It'll I'll come, I'll hang out with you, maybe, maybe Just if I'm like chill. okay and like, but not with the kids. If I, well, I can come here with yeah. my kids because I know it's easy here, like yeah. everything's set up. I don't have to chase Lamana around the house. Yeah. I'm not going to go to the fucking pool with her yeah. where I have to keep her from drowning because yeah. she wants to jump in. So I think you have to adjust those. Yeah. And sometimes you can't make those decisions. Sometimes yeah. you have to go do X, Y, and Z, and you have to then make sure that you adjust what you're doing after so you can come down. Like if you need to have high intensity on that period day for whatever reason, make sure when you come home at night, you have done something. You've got someone to support you later. So you have time to take, do some deep self-care. Like I I'm talking deep condition so... mask and your hair don't move.
0: <laughs> I think that's so, so, so great to, to bring up because obviously like in a perfect world, the world would cater to like to our cycles and understand. Right. Ugh. But like you might be in a situation where you have to give a big presentation at work mm-hmm. and you can't be like, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm bleeding. Can you guys wait till yeah. two weeks from now? <laughs> I mean, like ideally you'll be able to set that up, but that's obviously not always the case. You might be super tired and then your mm. kid gets sick or or maybe you are training for something or maybe you are part of like of 20, and I'm not knocking those things at all. What I'm just saying to put out there is to just mentally be aware of it. So maybe you just like, you can still do the same like class or training or routine but you just like just bring your energy down yeah you know and some people are gonna be different some people their low energy is still gonna be more than me at high energy and they might still have that but i think just mentally preparing yourself or at least understanding so like like you said so then where do you balance that out in the rest of your day so if you have to have that big meeting when you're in a phase i don't know them well enough to like whatever
1: if you have a big meeting when you're about to get your period
0: like imagine pmsing
1: and having that and that's
0: not a great time for you like 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 you just said, like set yourself up before and after so that you've mm-hmm. got the support on um, either side of that. So like you're exactly. not having a stressful morning, like you can have a meditation or whatever to really like, you know, someone else, if you've got kids, someone else takes
1: the kids to school so you can. Yeah.
0: And social plans as well. Into that.
1: Remember you can yes. cancel things too. So if yes. I had a big meeting and then later a friend wanted to get dinner, I have to cancel that with that friend. So you find out the things that you have control of and the things you don't and the yes. things you don't don't stress about them. Yeah. Just know that you don't have control, so you're going to work around it. Yes. You have you have that thing booked, but I do have in control of what I'm going to do when I get home. Yeah. If I've got – I'm going to do this with my kid. You actually, we're not going to the playground. We're going to just watch a movie. You know what? We're going to watch TV this afternoon. I don't right. care. We're going to sit yeah. and do that. And that's okay. You have to give yourself that
0: kind of grace too. And I used to be the kind of person that I would get this new information, for example, and I would be like, oh, so I can't do these things on my – you know, this part of my – oh, I'm in this part of my cycle. I can't versus – tapping into mm-hmm. how do I feel? And if I'm just understanding that I may or may not feel inclined because of that phase, or again, if I have to do it, like, how do I buffer around it versus an old version of me that was like, just a bit
1: more Mm -hmm. neurotic
0: than me now, which is a whole, yeah, yeah, would have really taken this information and been like, oh my God, I need to change my whole life. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, this is just a tool that's actually going to, it's supposed to help you. So if you find it hindering you because you're overanalyzing your cycle, like back
1: up. Yeah, don't, you. this isn't supposed to stress you out. You're just supposed to use it as a tool to adjust things in your life that you can control. And to understand yourself better. Yeah, that's the key of it. I mean, I work in a job where I have, I work as a developer in a software company and many times I have to have these meetings with customers that you know aren't usually smooth sailing and they require me to prepare a lot and they can come up randomly I'll have my period and the next day somebody's like we need to meet tomorrow and talk about this yeah that's gonna stress me the fuck out as long but now that I know about it I can't change it tomorrow I'm just no. I'm definitely not gonna go on my walk tomorrow I'm gonna or maybe if I go on a walk it's like just to get the sun in my face yeah not gonna exercise I'm not gonna try to cook that really complicated lasagna I've been trying to cook like I'm just gonna really adjust I I know I would love lasagna right now it's so good. That's so good. You know, I might cook that sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> I'll, show, I'll show the recipe if I do it. Um, but it's just suggesting the things you can. So I hear people when they talk about this, they're like, I work for somebody else. I work nine to five. Yeah. I can't change my life. I'm like, so do I. Yeah. And but you can change other you're things still, like the way that you, you socialize, You still have access. You Are you going to eat that donut? going to make you feel like shit later. Like also, the foods you eat can affect how you access things. Absolutely. And nutrition is yeah. a tough one because it's hella fucking complex to yeah. go and but there is um, cycle syncing for your food. Yes. So there are different foods you can eat throughout your cycle. And me explaining them to you will be hella confusing. But there's an app where this woman, um, it's called You Cycles. And you can go and download it. And it tells you um, your grocery list for that part of your phase. So you know what to go buy and what to eat more of. Um, but just to give you like a run through, obviously, when you have a period, you really want to eat that shitty food. It's yeah. actually not helpful for you. Right. Um, it's actually okay to do that in your luteal phase. So in your luteal phase, go ahead. The one right before your period. It's actually okay for you. It's good. Go ahead. Eat that French fry. Go eat it. Mm. French fries. Don't eat one. (laughs) That's weird if you eat one. Um, On your menstrual cycle, you should still be not eating too much because when you have your folic, if you go hard on your menstrual cycle and too much ice cream, when you're in your follicular phase, you're not going to get that high. You're not right. going to feel that high. Create. You're not going to wake up and be like, I'm energized. I'm ready to go. I'm like, no, you just ate all that shit. Yeah. You're not going to feel good. So you have to keep it clean. Right. Um, and I, I don't call them like, I don't believe in like cheat days or even a cheat week because I love to eat things in Whenever. moderation, yeah. but it's more about being aware that what you do today in this cycle, like, this week is going to affect next cycle and yeah. if you have plans next cycle to go to that dance class to co- to create like a whole all new content yeah. you're not going to feel it if you're burnt out from yeah. trying to digest this also food. tuning in like you said
0: again because i thought that pms and like when they always sort of like put this caricature up of like this like woman on her period pmsing and eating shitty food mm-hmm. i think that's partially why i feel like eating shitty food during that time because it's just sort
1: of been like we do yeah Hmm. and
0: it's like well is this really what I want and I feel like when I am bleeding that I feel so heavy and like such a release that I actually just want really like light stuff Yeah, I just want smoothies salads yeah I just don't want to make
1: my belly just so I think the thing is
0: that like that's the reason why I eat shitty food sometimes when I'm on my period is because I don't have the energy or motivation to actually like make myself food so maybe like
1: prepping you yeah, can, you can prep you can ahead of time. You can get those like
0: frozen smoothie things that are already like already. You just have to like you know,
1: Oh, like you, the whole thing, like like
0: yeah. protein in there as well. Oh uh, no, but whatever. Like, okay, you know what I mean. They're already yeah. like
1: ready to go, or like soups or whatever. If you can't make a smoothie on your period, come on, girl, you can get up. No, but but I mean, almost like, some people have are a lot of pain. But I'm talking. Yeah, if you don't want to make a whole like salad, like, like I think a, a salad's green, harder than a yeah. smoothie.
0: But like a green smoothie, that, like you. I mean, like you know, you can get the ones where they're already like mixed fruits
1: oh yes oh yeah than, like, those are chopping
0: cool. up your own what those are helpful so just like set it, yourself up yeah, make so it that really easy hard. and that you exactly like i if you're e- even thinking about what you're like meal prep for that week like mm-hmm. even just mentally meal prep like i don't meal prep but i have like a planner of what we're going to eat every yeah. day just so that i don't have to think about it because mm-hmm. i spend way too much time thinking about what i'm going to eat okay so idea. tell me now so it's sort of like an overview so it can if you can use your cycle to sync and like look so you can use your cycle to sync or to like uh look at how you're exercising moving your body how you are in relationships business money food Mm -hmm. so there's all these different ways that you can work with your cycle and like relate it to how you're and it doesn't have to be like like i was saying before you don't have to go crazy about this like it can just be little triggers of like oh this is my phase this kind of exercise I'm going to do, like, you don't have to be start meticulous small. about it. Yes. It's just about, and like, also just that conversation with your body, mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe this is why I don't feel like yes. doing this. Or maybe this is why I just got into a big blow up fight, even though I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah, And you can kind of then start working backwards from that to stop doing those things. Okay. So um, what is the... I'm going to skip this question because I feel like it's a whole long thing. Yeah. Okay. So what is your top benefit or biggest game changer since getting into flow?
1: Okay. So I think for me, it was actually learning about boundary setting. Okay. I wasn't big on boundaries before. I would say to people, someone would say, you want to do this? I was always like, yeah, whatever. Like I would move everything in my life so that other people felt comfortable. Right. To the expense of my own energy my emotional mental physical health always went down if it meant that that person felt good with my presence they really want to hang out with me um and this taught me when i learned about saying you know not doing these high intensity activities you know whether it comes to conversations exercise whatever during my luteal and menstrual phase um I pretty much started saying no because I was like, I need to say no if I want to maximize what I'm going to do in my follicular and ovulation phase. So in order for me to fucking kill it in those two weeks where I'm going to run through tons of things, I have to set boundaries in those prior, in those two, you know, low energy phases. Uh, Boundaries are so important. No, I'm going to talk to Laura and do a whole podcast. She's the one who, so she introduced me to boundaries. And I was like, this is so amazing. And I struggled at first because I was like, how do I do it? I am a people pleaser. How the fuck do I do boundaries? And Laura gave so many tools. Oh my God. You have to have her on here. But anyway, so then this gave me, as someone who needs structure, this gave me the structure of when is the best, when you, when you can feel not guilty for saying no. Like I would say no. And I'd be like, I don't give a fuck what you're thinking. I'm PMSing. Go away. I have
0: to. This, and you also
1: think of it like
0: as a people pleaser, and I can completely (laughs) relate to that. I think a lot of people can. It almost gives you that permission to be like, I'm actually not serving at my, my highest, not just for myself. And you should be thinking about yourself first and foremost. I believe that wholeheartedly, but also thinking like, yeah, I could say yes. And then I'm going to show up, but I'm going to be low energy and I'm going to be bummed out. And then I also have all these other things to take care of. And actually I'm not serving anyone. Mm-hmm. So it gives you like so much permission
1: to, that's awesome. That's a really good, I've never thought that's about that. That's the
0: best that. part. That's really cool. i we'll all need
1: that. Okay. So what are your favorite tools for cycle tracking? Mm-hmm. Okay. So in order to cycle sack, number one, track your cycle guys, mm-hmm. you have to figure out, you can, don't do it on a journal. I think that's crazy. We have our phones. Um, there are so many apps. Mm-hmm. The app that I started with was called uh, My Flow by mm-hmm. Flow Living. I have no and idea. And it's a really great app for knowing where you are in your phase and it gives you tips. So but it's not good for fertility tracking. No, no. Just use yeah. it for tracking your phases. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, when it comes to cycle tracking in the sense of making sure you're productive or doing the right things when you should, uh, that benefit for you, my flow by flow living. Because she also gives descriptions and she does pop up reminders like, don't forget, you're ovulating this week. Have you booked that? Have you had a cool conversation with a friend? Call your best friend, you know. Oh, that's awesome.
0: That's really good. It it reminds you
1: if you set the notifications off. I turn notifications off now, but because I'm, you know, trying to be mindful of my time. There should be an app where they, like, send a note to your partner. They do. Yes. My flow does it. You can add your husband or a partner or sister, best friend to an email. And Jason used to get emails of, okay, Davila's feeling like this, how you can support her sexually, uh, mentally, emotionally, like all the ways you can. And so Jason got it. I think he stopped getting, I'm pretty sure he he must've put it in spam, but he's super in tune because I don't fucking stop talking about this stuff. So I don't (laughs) have to let him know. He just says, Oh, when's your period coming? Okay, so that means yeah, cool. Okay, we'll talk about that then, or somewhere else. I had it like an app during
0: my pregnancy where it would send notes
1: to Ben, being like, "Yeah, it's similar this is to what's that. going on with her."
0: So like maybe this yeah. is how
1: you can support your partner. My profit. flow does. I that. also don't
0: think he really read it very often. No offense, I Jason.
1: read at the start it. because I was so hard <laughs> I think about it. He also it. read it at the start, and then I was like, yeah. "Didn't you read the app today?" You know, they're just like, "Aren't you going to tell me when yeah. it's going to be, baby?" And then the next thing is, I just got this watch, Garmin, oh, yeah. and they have a menstrual tracker, so. Garmin the Garmin app connect also tracks your cycle so I'm also using that right now for a fertility reason right um just because it lets me know when I'm most fertile and it's literally tracking me I think we need to do a podcast too on like fertility tracking I
0: um I'm not suggesting by any stretch of imagination until you really know your body like I know when I'm ovulating I can feel it I'll be like because I just dropped an egg like yes because I tracked my period for so Whoop, long. Head <laughs> come out. Yeah. And I was like, I had like a head. I know that. Like feeling, I just actually. dropped my head. And I think that I, I, it took me a while to get back into it postpartum. Like when I first got my period back and stuff like that, because things were a bit wonky. Sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but before that, for about five or six years, I was tra- like, I'd come off birth control and I was tracking my cycle for to not get pregnant. And like, so anyway, that's a whole other thing. And people were like really confused. Oh my God, I had a whole I had a whole conversation about people that don't understand condoms as birth control. I'm like, yeah, I use condoms like if I yeah. if I but until I ovulate, and I know for sure that I've ovulated, Put that – wrap it up condoms. And they're like, someone many people, I shouldn't say someone, many people have been like, "How do you get Ben to use condoms? I'm like, how do I get what? Ben to use condoms?" Don't um, get into bed with me also if you're not done with my want boundaries a baby right now. Yeah, and I was like, and how else? Like, people love raw sex, not, and so it's some, not Bridgerton. He, yeah. you're not just pulling out. That doesn't. That's Look, not a method. It has, I think it. <laughs> I haven't actually watched it oh yet. Oh my god, I to get you gotta watch it. it. It's spicy. Um, Skip to like the episode where they start doing it, though. I um, love that. No, you need the anyway the backstory. Um, moving on. Sorry, because otherwise it's going to be too long of them just listening to us talk shit, which. I'm
1: happy to do a podcast on, but, um, so your favorite tool. So that was my flow by flow living. And then the Garmin Garmin. connect app, but there, you have another one you use, right? I
0: use Kindara. I don't know that I love it, but I've, because I've been using it for so long, it has so much of my data on it. Like, Mm -hmm. so when I go back and look at old cycles or whatever, like I've got so much data in there. So I just it's haven't not worth changed, it to it. yeah. And I was like, I don't even know. I don't understand things. They're like all that. So great. Like they all. It's fine. all based it has on the same so signs. many different things where, you, like, it's Kandara is really, really good for fertility tracking because, like, you put in like your uh, cervical mucus, which oh my god, this is another thing. Like I grew up Determines being so how well weird the sperm about, can go like, up. when you'd have like crusty panties, and <laughs> I would feel dirty and gross. And now I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, look at that. i yeah. Or Yeah, that's such a good I'm, point. Or like I've done ovulating because things are getting changing and like yes it's so, so empowering as a woman i think uh, you know to to feel comfortable with parts of your body even like the menstruation bit like understanding your bleed and not hating it and like knowing the power of it and being able to release during that time like it's such a powerful thing mm-hmm. versus like before there was like that weird taboo shaminess around it and it's just like
1: Mm-mm. um oh, also to you know the Garmin connect app as well does your phases. So I get notifications like you're about to get your period. Make right. sure you do more of this. And it's heavily exercise based because it's like garments it right. wants you to move. So that's also great. That's awesome. I'm loving I've, it. I've, I've only is, been using it for two my, months. So good. On my
0: list for my birthday, which is in enough months. Anyway, um so what's next? So we are gonna create before I put this podcast out, just a little PDF that I'm gonna link somehow when I figure out I think I can link it into my show notes. Um just like a really simple visual aid that'll have your four cycles and like just key sort of keywords for each cycle in terms of like rest create etc cetera, etc cetera. so you can check that out mm-hmm. you can connect with davila on instagram yeah it's um with my flow underscore there you go um and Then you can also shoot me or her any questions that you have further. We can do another podcast, like I said, diving deeper into any different area. I think we'll definitely come back and talk about fertility. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that I'm an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I can just talk about my experience and you can talk about your experience, Mm -hmm. obviously. Um, We have successfully impregnated ourselves. um we have children yeah <laughs> but I think like I very consciously created those yes children. that's very that's a very good point we, so yeah. like I knew well, yeah, yeah like and like by fertility tracking it's like real so when I was like ready to have a baby um I was able to get pregnant and that's which is not to say that fertility tracking is going to help you get pregnant but it's going to really going to help you understand knowing your phases and helps be a little bit more in tune with your body and then understanding that and then if you have to do other things or, you know, shift. I mean, I'm also pregnant easily. I don't stay pregnant easily. So it does, it's not a guarantee, but it definitely really has helped me through navigating really, really tough, like tough, tricky situations, like getting pregnant and and that whole fertility is like not a walk in the park has not been for me, but having that kind of relationship with understanding my cycle has definitely made it a little bit less ambiguous and it gives me a, a sense of control in a space where you don't have a lot of control, mm-hmm. so that's just been my experience. So maybe we can just chat about that because I think that's a really um exciting also part about uh your cycle. So we'll leave it at that for now so that people can enjoy this podcast at like a really comfortable number, <laughs> yeah, number, a good walk. It's yeah, a good walk. um, so thank you, Davila, for being thank my you. first guest. This one. Popping my guest cherry, mm. that's very uh, I mean, topical kind of because, yes. because we've been talking so a lot about like vaginas. So Makes sense. Um, so, yeah. And thanks, um, thanks for continually being my, basically, I don't, like, I have that Kendara app, but basically my app is WhatsApp, because I just uh, messaged <laughs> Davila, and because we've cycled sync, I mostly just know where she's We're always at. in the same phase. You're, like, it right before totally me, well. like, literally just, like, a couple days before yeah. me, so, like, you're, like, oh, I'm here. I'm, like, ooh, that's coming for me, so I basically, mm-hmm. you're my app. Yeah. Um, I'm a couple days ahead of you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, you're my app. Mm-hmm. So, thanks.
1: Let um, you know
0: what's coming. Give you a trailer. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say this other – this really randomly, like, cool thing that I read once about uh, how you were saying about getting your period or ovulating based on the full moon or the new moon. And I read something once about, like, different phases of a woman's life. Like, if you're in, like, real creation mode, like, not baby-making creation mode that you, like, switch. So, like, Mm. in the past, like, when I've been ready to – like, when I was ready to get pregnant, my body, like, switched into – Ah, uh, and your period came at a different time. Yeah, so like yeah. I ovulate during the full moon, and I get my period That's on cool. the new moon. And nice. then when I was done having a baby, or like at different times, it swapped. That actually, like, you naturally know what? Swapped. I need to pay attention to that right it now. It was a thing. In my life. and then I read somewhere that it was a whole thing called like the red. I don't know. It's a thing. The Red Woman or something like that. So you, we can Google that. That was a bad way to end, like to hype up. On I know. A we just topic. told you something I I like, was like winding down. So anyway. Coming next. We're out. Um, thank you for joining us. Maybe. And bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and joining me here. If you want to connect further, you can find me on Instagram at Veronica Lee Drayton and shoot me a DM. Let me know what you thought of this episode or what you want to hear in the future, or just send me a really funny meme because I'm always here for that. Thanks so much. See you next time.